0: welcome to IDP nation I am your host uh, Daryl Winstead better known as Hollywood and I am joined by my co-host Kyle Bellafuel how's it going Kyle
1: doing good Daryl man good to good to be here again and uh, ready to talk some some football man
0: absolutely it's uh this is our New Year's Eve show or New Year's Day show since uh that's gonna be happening tomorrow and the next day so we we timed it just right we're gonna get one yeah. in before the the new year um, Already got some adult beverages going on, so um, yeah, good time. So I mean, I'm getting them started a little early. So yeah. uh, we're
1: we're, uh, prepping, we're prepping for New Year's, man. Uh, yes, yes.
0: Practice <laughs> makes perfect. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. Oh man, it's, uh, these four day weekends are killing me. I, I'm <laughs> gonna I'm not gonna be worth nothing when I go back to work after these. Yeah, it's gonna be adjustment going back next week. It absolutely is. sure is. Uh, and thank you for joining me each week while Dan's away. So you've been a great fill-in. Uh, just want to tell you, thank you for that. And uh, um, you've done awesome, man.
1: Oh, thanks, man. No, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you asking. And uh, no, I'm going have a lot of fun uh, keeping the seat warm for uh, Dan, the man, while he's away. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, having a lot of fun, and appreciate you having me on.
0: No, no problem at all you know as soon as he said he needed a break I was like man I gotta find somebody and he was the first one hit my mind so the only rule is you can't act like him so <laughs> I'll do my best <laughs> all right so uh, man've we've, we've actually got a lot to get to tonight so we'll yeah, go ahead man. and get started with the news and notes um linebacker Thomas Davis is set to play his last regular season game on Sunday as he's decided to finally retire after 16 seasons. If I don't know if Carolina, I don't think they're in the playoff contention, so this will be his last game. Um, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but I think he's played long enough and he's played well enough that he probably makes the initial list where it gets cut down and stuff, but I don't think he gets in. Your thoughts?
1: Oh yeah, that's um, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, I mean he's had a had a great career. I mean 16 seasons, right? I mean that's, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I'm not sure exactly. I, I agree with you. I'm not sure if he gets in or not. Um, but uh, he's definitely been fun to watch, and he's had a just a fantastic career. Um, I've had quite a few uh, shares of him on my teams throughout the years, and. He's definitely helped me get some wins, and um, always enjoyed watching him play.
0: Yeah, he's been—you know—he's been a really good player. You know, even yeah. playing alongside Luke keekley and all, who's mm-hmm. probably a surefire Hall of Famer once right. he becomes eligible. But Davis has held his own, you know. And usually, usually most of the time, you see a good duo at linebacker. You've usually got one star like keekley and you've got a really good, complementary. Complimentarily, please, next to yep. him, like Davis. So, yep. uh, and I think Davis is that does he get into the home? I don't know that his numbers are quite good enough. Um, but uh, you know, six, like you said, 16 years that's, uh, that's a long time to play in the league and and yeah. I hate career, yeah, and uh,
1: pretty amazing the knee injuries he's come back from. Oh, gosh, yeah, too. you know what I mean? To play, playing, what is he?
0: I don't even know how old he is, 35. 35, 36. I'm not sure. I'd have to look yeah, that up.
1: I'm not sure often either, but like just you know, to overcome the knee injuries he suffered his career and still come back and you know played the way he has. And yeah, he's just had a really awesome career and um definitely one of the guys that's been fun to watch. And he's always been uh one of the the team leaders on every team he's been on and great locker room guy and just uh, all around good player and good person.
0: Yep. Has been a pretty good, you know, for a fantasy show. And he's been a pretty solid, above average fantasy option for most of his career, too. I mean, he's had yeah. a couple of seasons where he really pushed. I'd have to go back and look, but off the top of my head, he's had a couple of seasons where he's really pushed into that top 12 linebacker, that LB1 tier, as far as a fantasy player. So, uh, yeah. you know, when you're playing along Keekley, who's just eating up tackles and everything else, that's. That's a pretty good accomplishment, right there.
1: Yep, absolutely. Yeah, they were they were quite quite a prolific duo. Those two for for
0: Carolina. Yeah, they were. Um, up next, and this is some notes. Thank you, for, by the way, for getting these notes in there and adding them. Um, sure. Fletcher Cox exited the game Sunday with a stinger. was unable to return, and man, was it noticeable once he went out. Yep. Uh, I thought it was. I thought that was one of the biggest. Um, impacts on the entire game. I know Andy Dalton and them had a huge game, but with yep. Fletcher Cox, Fet, Fletcher Cox gone, if I could talk, uh, <laughs> I mean, that was a huge impact. I mean, yes. I know they've got a big defensive line star-studded with Graham and Barnett and Hargrave and all that, but man, they really missed Fletcher Cox.
1: Yeah, they did. That He's a big part of that defensive front. And uh, that, that injury hurt me too. Um, one of my leagues, I was, I was in the championship, uh, it's a defensive tackle premium league. And he was, he was one of my defensive tackles and, um, uh, losing him early in that game hurt and definitely hurt the Eagles too, up front. You know, as you said, Dallas kind of rolled them. So, um, yeah, that, that was a big injury. (laughs)
0: Can you can you hear me? I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yep. There you are. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Um no, good. Chiefs. I, well, I muted it because I had to sneeze, and I guess I didn't hit it back on. Oh.
1: It kind of cut in and out for a sec. That's all. Uh,
0: well, maybe that's what it was then. Sometimes my, the running joke, you know, my shitty internet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was muted. Cut in and out it was muted there for a little bit. But the Chiefs linebacker Ben Neiman suffered a hamstring injury, was ruled out shortly after. Yep. Uh, they were already down at linebacker to begin with. So that's yep. why he got to start. And then you, your comments, free Willie <laughs> Gay. Yes. Free Willie. Free it's a, Willy. It's about time. Yes. Uh, yeah kind of surprised he hasn't had a bigger run a bigger role this year yeah. um i think everyone including myself kind of expected him to get more play but uh yeah maybe this week we'll see that with all the injuries they've got at linebacker with them locking up yeah. the first round by locking up the division maybe yeah. we'll get to see a big big uh role for him this week and see how he does Yeah, you know,
1: with uh, Neiman, for whatever reason, was leading the chief linebackers in snaps the last two weeks, before this week. I don't know why, but it was happening. And uh, this week they were without Hitchens and Wilson. Yep. And Neiman goes down, so then it was Willie Gay and Darius Harris. Um, Yes, I believe so. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Willie Gay played his biggest snap share of the year, 72%. He had a real nice game, nine tackles, a tackle for loss, and a forced fumble. Um, I, I agree with you. I was, I mean, I knew Gabe was more of a raw prospect coming out, but I thought he was the best cover linebacker they had right away. It's, you know, that Hitchens isn't great in coverage. You know, Wilson's not not the best either. Um, so I expected him to get a little more run this year
0: than he did, but maybe it's time. Yeah, I mean, and you, I say it a lot, and I, I'm sure everybody else does too. But you know, these last few weeks. I want to say week starting with week 14, maybe start at week 15, but those last three or four weeks of the regular season when teams are no longer in contention, they're looking towards the future, that's yeah. where these guys come in. They get a lot of play because teams want to see hey, yeah. what can you do for us? Do right. we need to replace you? Or are you going to replace somebody? Yeah. Um, so I always go back and look at who performed the best over the last I do the last three weeks, but you can actually start at the last four mm-hmm. because a lot of teams, are, they're already done. But I look at those last three weeks and then what they do in the playoffs because there's some teams that even though your team makes the playoffs, those guys get the run to get some reps too. So yeah. it's just interesting to see. It's a good good thing for me to go back and look at and kind of see, okay, who was playing well towards the end, who might get a look next year, yep. all that good stuff. No, I totally agree. Uh, Miami linebacker Landon Roberts suffered a serious knee injury Saturday night and is expected to be out rest of the season. That's a huge blow for Miami, especially yeah. with them uh, facing uh, Buffalo this week. Um, they really could use him. And um, yeah. Brian Flores bringing in all these uh, New England guys you know he he knew them really well. You know Roberts yep. uh, Van Noy, these guys, and it, he it's almost like he's made a mini uh, New England down there. He's used these veterans, and it's really helped his team. It's carried his team a lot this year.
1: Yep. No. I, yeah. I agree. Um, Roberts was coming off one of his best games of the season in uh, Week 15. So that's like you said, it's a it was it's a big loss for that Miami team. Um, yeah, it's uh well you're looking at what well, Jerome Baker, Van Noy, and Andrew Van Ginkel, I believe. Yes. Um, because it they didn't exactly say I from what I saw what the injury was for Roberts, but it, it sounded like uh it sounded like he wasn't gonna play the rest of the year. So that yeah. definitely definitely is a bummer and hurts that Miami defense.
0: Yeah, sure does. Um then our last piece of news here: Charger safety Rayshon Jenkins exited the game with an early ankle injury. His Week 17 availability is is in doubt right now. And then Casey Hayward also exited early with a hamstring injury. So his game is in or his availability is in question too. Um, they really can't afford a lot <laughs> yeah. of injuries. Are you know they kind of both they kind of really need both of these guys this week. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's. It's a big blow to that that secondary.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's two of your better players in your secondary, and that just puts yeah. a lot of pressure on your offense to score more points when you're kind of weak on your defense. So
1: yep. Uh, that's no.
0: something to watch if you're in playoff leagues or something like that and you got those guys, you might want to look at uh, alternative options or kind of wait and see how they do, but uh, definitely worth uh, monitoring right now.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Yep.
0: And that'll do it for our news and notes. Um, Lots of action going on this weekend. Plenty of football. You know, I'm watching the college game now in Florida and Oklahoma. Um, You know, there's basketball going on. There's (laughs) NBAs going on. NFL's going on. We're about to hit the playoffs. Uh, It's a perfect time if you you like to uh, gamble. It's a perfect time to go over to our – our sponsor and partner, Action 24-7 Sports, they're running all kinds of promos, all kinds of uh, uh, special things right now. During the holidays, you can uh, get uh, deposit bonuses, special games, and they cover everything. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey, uh, like we talked about last week. If you play ping, uh, professional ping pong and you, you know who to follow, they even have that stuff. It's amazing. It's a really clean site. It's really easy to follow. Um, And even if you don't like to gamble and just want to play for free, they have a free option where you can do some stuff and win some prizes and money. Um, It's made by Tennesseans for Tennesseans. It's a locally owned uh, site. Once gambling become legal in November, they kicked off. And um, if you've been following me on Twitter, I'm always tweeting out their stuff, you know, You can get these promos or these gifts. They've been giving away Titans tickets and just anything and everything. Um, And when you go over and if you make a deposit, be sure to use our um, promo code IDPNation100 and they will match your your deposit up to, I think it's 200 bucks. I'd have to go back and double check that. But yeah, they'll uh, match you dollar for dollar. So it's I mean, that's free money. I mean, anything you deposit, they'll match it there up to a certain amount. Uh, just use our uh, promo code Nation 100 And uh, I know that's just for Tennesseans, and, uh, but we have a lot of Tennessee uh, listeners and fans, so go check that out and uh, help support locally. Uh, I'm all about doing anything that's local. You know, you got these big names and big corporations, but uh, what really supports towns and states is these locally owned businesses and companies. So go out and uh, follow them, check them out, use our promo code IDPNation100 and uh, good luck. Hopefully you'll win some big stuff. So um, had to get that in there. Had to get our our, our promo in there. Absolutely. Awesome stuff man. Um, let's see here. We will move right along to our main event. Uh, We've kind of got quite a few things here going on. Um, (laughs) One thing, we'll we'll just jump right into it. With the fantasy season over, unless you're playing in these fantasy playoffs, I do not. That's something I kind of just don't get into or whatever. It's not that I don't enjoy it. It's just the season's usually so long, and I've got so many leagues and so much going on that once the fantasy bowls are over, I kind of shut down playing anything fantasy game wise because I'm already, as soon as that last game's over, I'm already hitting, uh, off season prep. Uh, so with the fantasy season over, what offseason prep are we doing or beginning to do? Uh, for me, the first thing I do is I go over all my leagues cause I'm in so many, uh, I go over all my leagues and say, pick out, you know, do I want to keep this league? Do I want to stay with it? Uh, and there's not a lot of turnover for me, but I like unique leagues. I don't like too many of the same thing. Uh, so if there's something that, you know, I just can't pay full attention to or I have too many of that type of league, you know, those are the type of leagues that I kind of eliminate or move on from. And I like to do it first thing so I can get, you know, the commission. I can have him. So he has time to find a good replacement for me or, you know, in my team. Uh, You don't want to wait until the last minute and say, hey, I'm not playing and just leave them hanging. So I try to get that out of the way first. And then from there, I'm looking at my rosters. The leagues that I'm staying in, I go league by league and I go over each roster that I have. Where's my weak spots? Where's my strong spots? What do I need? Uh, And I start making a list. From there, I immediately start targeting any players that I want to buy low on to add to my rosters because right now, while the playoffs are going, because a lot of team or people are still playing these playoff leagues or, um, excuse me, these um, playoff style type leagues, so they're they're still kind of focused and tuned in. So right now, I think now you have a small window between when the actual fantasy season's over and these playoff set fantasy season leagues are over. You got a small window where you can really really get the best value for buy low guys. So I, I kind of target those and get them on my roster. And then from there it's just normal offseason mode for me. You know, I'm looking again what does my team need? What draft capital do I have? Um what's available on waivers, what's available on trade bait. You know, I just kind of compile everything together and kind of work it. Uh because I think once the Super Bowl is over, that's when there's a a huge flux of people are trying to do things because they're fully concentrating on off season. Uh, So I try to get a little bit of a head start on that and, and work my rosters that way. Um, And and for the most part, it's been pretty good. You know, you know, once that's over, I'm starting for the draft and building my draft boards and stuff like that. So uh, Kyle, what about you?
1: Yeah. um, A lot of, a lot of the same as you, um, like you said, you definitely want to assess your leagues, and if you are going to step away from a league, um, let your commissioner know right away so they can, they have ample time to find a replacement. Um, You know, and then, you know, like you said, you, like I like to look over my rosters and uh, find my strengths and weaknesses and find spots where I need to, you know, add some players. Maybe I have strong on this team and uh on the offensive side so that I'll start checking offensive rosters on that league and the other side might maybe I need some help on kind
0: of mix
1: that up. Um and then uh also um always you know I, I think a lot of people do this too. Um you, you look for I like to look for those second year players that this, this rookie class that maybe underperformed a little bit or suffered some injuries and and didn't really see the field and uh, guys that I like coming out of the draft and and uh, start sending some offers and uh, try to try to buy buy low on some of them guys, like you said. Um, and then, you know, take a look at, at my rosters and see if I what teams I think are going to are looking like contenders and which teams maybe I have to start looking at rebuilding and, and selling some stuff for some picks and whatnot. And um, yeah, go like you said, go through your rosters. Do all that stuff, and then then it's to the to the off season prep and it's draft time, right?
0: Get yeah, done. absolutely. I mean, that, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, so I do the same thing, and that was I'm kind of glad you mentioned that. i you know, once I'm going over my teams and my rosters, and I'm doing all this, I'm kind of kind of separate. You know, which teams do it are contenders, yeah. which teams are just complete. Do I need to tear it down, rebuild, yeah. or I'm in the process of rebuilding? Because I think that's two different things. I mean, you are the same manager and maybe you have some of the same players, but those rosters and leagues are completely different. So, you know, you may have three over here that you're just really strong in and you may have, I don't know, five, six or seven leagues that you're not. Well, you're not going to take the three and build them the same way or approach them the same way you are the seven that's not. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I I think that's kind of where I mentioned I build. I look and see what my weaknesses and strengths are. I look and see what kind of draft capital I have, and then I start building my draft boards. And then my buys and sales. I kind of tie all that together because I want to get an early jump on the buys and sales, and see, hey, I did get those or I didn't. And then I want to reassess my rosters and say, okay, this worked out for me. So this is maybe not as big as need as it was before because I got ex-player. Or maybe I missed out on somebody. So this is a really big need. So then that's where my draft boards and stuff comes in. So Mm -hmm. uh, really love that. And speaking of buys and sales, that's our next uh, topic here. Off-season buys and sales. Um, Great segue there. Um, For me, I'm looking kind of at everything. I'm not looking just at rookies. I'm not looking just at veterans. Uh, like I said, it depends on what your teams are doing, but you know some of them by, some of my buys this year are like linebacker Troy Dye. He was injured earlier in the season, uh, has got healthy now and has been seeing a bigger role, more reps. Um, a lot of fantasy managers have forgot about him, so you can get him really cheap right now. Willie Gay's another one, you know. Everybody thought he would come out the gate being the guy. He didn't. Uh, has just kind of been of a backup special teams guy. So I think you can buy low on him. Um, then you got to look at injured guys like Jarrell Casey for the Broncos, Devin Bush for Pittsburgh, and Landon Collins for Washington. I know those are bigger names, and they're probably going to cost you more than rookies or whatever, but they were injured all year, you know, they missed most of the season. So while they still carry a high value, now's the time to get them because if you wait till next season and 3 or 4 games in they're rocking it, that value for them is going to cost you so much more than if you try to get them in the offseason. So I mean, I get it Devin Bush and those guys are going to command a big premium, but not as much as in season value when they're healthy, so now's the time to pounce on those guys.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I had a similar one here. The first guy on my list is uh, Daniil Hunter. Um, mm. yes, you know, great guy, guy. Who has, guy who hasn't played all year. Um, you know, like you said, um, his he's probably still going to cost you a, a decent amount, but you know, you look at 2018 and 2019, the, the, those seasons he had 70 plus tackles both years and 14 and a half sacks. He was one of the premier pass rushers um and he was you know gonna cost you a bunch he, he's still gonna cost you a decent amount but you know maybe check on the price and see if it's something that you're comfortable paying and and uh he's a guy I'd be looking at and he's still he's only 26 years old and he signed yeah. signed through 2023 so you know where he's gonna be you know he's I think he's super talented he's one of the best uh defensive ends fast rushers in the league
0: yeah No, that's a great one. I I completely agree. I mean, right now's the time to buy on him. And it kind of reminds me, I mean, he wasn't injured, but he was suspended, Miles Garrett, last year.
1: Yep, right. You
0: know, he, he was suspended for the last half of the season. And honestly, I tried to move him and couldn't. Yeah. And then once the season started and he had such a good year, some of those leagues that I was in, I tried to move him other managers were like, well, oh, what do you take for him? Oh no, that price has done went up. You know, you you didn't want him when I was trying to give him away. I'm not, I'm, it's not happening now. So yeah. 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 Sure. Really yeah. love that on the Daniel, Daniel Hunter. I think he's going to bounce back huge.
1: Yes. I, I big fan of his game. Uh, another guy I have here is uh, Montez sweat in Washington.
0: Yes. Um, him,
1: him and chase young are just a great young duo. Um, both are super talented. Um, you know, Chase Young's going to cost you a premium. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, Montez Sweat's probably not going to cost you as much. And he's he's had a great start to his career, seven sacks as a rookie. He's got eight sacks this year. Seems to have a knack to make a big, big play here and there. Um, You know, having those guys rushing off each side, you can't you can't just play one of them, the other guy'll eat you up. So yeah, especially um, when you
0: got the Jonathan Allen and Ron Payne in the middle. I, yeah,
1: that defensive front is just just a beast. And, and
0: that's uh, a good point you made there. You know, most people would target Chase Young, the superstar, and rightfully so. Oh, I agree. Yeah, but you can get a better value going after Montez Sweat. He had 10 sacks last year, and yeah. I think he's got Eight or nine this year, so right. not a bad defensive two option. Right. It's gonna cost you a lot less. Yep. So yeah, I love that. Yeah, Good call on that.
1: Definitely like that. And uh Willie Gay was a guy you mentioned. I had him written down as well. I think 2021 is gonna be free Willie gay here. You know, <laughs> yes, let's, let's free un- Willie. Free Willie. Let's unreach <laughs> uh, him. yeah, I, you know, like like we were talking, you know, you, you look at buying. And low per se on a guy, you know, before, before he gets that, we, what we, we projected as a full-time gig there in Kansas city as a guy, you know, he's obviously his price is going to go up. So I'd, I'd like to buy him now. Um, Another guy that I'm buying that is the, along the uh injury line. There is Taylor Rapp. Um, oh,
0: I've gosh,
1: been, yeah. yeah I, I, I've always been a big fan of Taylor Rapp coming on to Washington. And he had a great rookie year there. They had hundred combined tackles. Um, You know, he, his, his year started off rough. He just, it was plagued with injuries right away from when training camp kicked off and he never got to grasp that system right away when they got rolling. And, um, you know, he lost playing time and then he got hurt again here towards the end of the year. And um, I still believe he's a talented player. And, um, John Johnson is going to be a unrestricted free agent after this year. So it'll be interesting to see if they bring him back or does it end up being maybe Taylor Rapp and, and Jordan Fuller there, you know, um, so if you can get him at a nice price, um, you know, with the prospective role coming back for him possibly and uh, him getting healthy and getting that system down. I, I like that as well. And then one more, and this might be a little bit of a Homer pick for me is, um, Kenny Clark. We <laughs> <Brad. laughs> um, you know I'm a Packer fan. Uh, so maybe it's a Homer pick, but I, I like him. And, you know, defense attack required <clears throat> or premium leagues. He, uh, he was banged up to start the year and kind of had a slow start and he's been playing better lately. He's got 12 pressures in his last three games. Um, And, you know, he's only 25 uh, years old and he's, he just got his new contract. He's a key piece to that, that green Bay defensive line. And um, I just think he's a very talented player. And um, he's a guy that, that uh, I would really like to, just to check on and those defensive tackle required to premium leagues to see if you can get him at a nice price.
0: Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, congrats to your Packers. They kicked my Titans' ass last Sunday. So. You know,
1: I was going to kind of lead into that and see, if, like, yeah. are we going to talk about it? Or are we gonna, I don't want, or? want
0: to, but I guess we have to.
1: <laughs> but I know were, we were messaging back and forth during the game. Uh, uh, it, it did not turn out. I, honestly, I did not expect that, to be honest. Uh,
0: it, man, our, our secondary is trash. To put a Dory Jackson out there and expect him to – be a star after he's missed the entire season was just crazy. Um, and even the rest of our guys, I mean, that secondary is just, we're hurting so bad there. Um, we're missing Jayon Brown. We're missing Jarrell Casey. I know, I know yeah. we have Jeffrey Simmons, but, you know, when you have both guys there, that was hard. You're mm-hmm. just basically replacing uh, Casey with Simmons and you're leaving that other spot open. We've got a lot of things right. we need to fix defensively. Um,
1: you guys need a you need another guy opposite of Harold Landry too. To yeah. Off, to well, you know,
0: you know, if we had guys like Vic Beasley and uh, <laughs> Devion Clowney, you yeah, know, right. <laughs> you know, don't 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 get me started down that road. But
1: hey, I, will, I will. I'll stop right there. But,
0: but, but I it, it kind of actually happened the way I thought it would. I thought one of it would go one of two ways. Either we wouldn't be able to stop. Aaron Rodgers in that passing attack, or y'all yep. wouldn't be able to stop Derrick Henry in the run attack. Yeah. So, um, you know, we showed some we showed some good promise at times. You know, with uh, Tannehill with the big run up the middle for the touchdown, Henry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then and Henry got the big yards. I mean, he got close to hundred yards, but right. it just uh, we couldn't get anything else going. And I think we were down too much to yeah to be able to do what we wanted to do so
1: it was it was one of uh the best defensive games our team put together the Packers put together this year it really was the, yeah the, y'all
0: played really well defensively I was kind know, of
1: surprised I was too I thought Derek Henry might have had 200 yards at halftime to be honest <laughs> uh, but uh we just you know he got his he got he was right around 100 but we just limited the big chunk yardage um for him and yep. um
0: Took away you know that, the big
1: play, yeah. Right, you know we gave that that keeper call to Tannehill was a great call. Um, the oh Derek yeah. Henry, the Derrick Henry effect is real in that play because linebacker came in. you got sucked inside to Henry. Adrian Amos went that way, and Tannehill had nothing but open field. Um, but yeah, that was that was the best performance uh, our defense probably has had all year, one of them anyway. And um, yeah, it was not what I expected. I guess I thought yeah. uh,
0: you won this round, so. <laughs> You won this
1: round, buddy. We'll we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. I don't want to. I like you.
0: (laughs) No, y'all played well. That kind, like I said, kind of went how I thought it would. It would either be y'all's passing game or our run game. Yeah. Um, And turns out that your passing game won out. So, and that's kind of what I thought would happen. Um, we'll we'll see where these teams uh go this week. Tennessee still needs um. To take care of business, so they can win the division and uh, get in the playoffs, and then uh, Green Bay's in. Uh, I still question their defense a little bit. No, it's fair. That's definitely fair. I mean, they're going to have to outscore teams, and can they do that the whole way remains to be seen. And then, uh, of course, y'all got the uh, longest. uh, uh, Oh shoot, Uh, my brain's locking up. The longest uh, matchup history in the NFL facing the Bears right now. So,
1: oh, yeah, it's going to be a tough game.
0: Yeah, it's always a,
1: Yeah, the Bears the Bears are playing well and division games they're they're always a different beast, man.
0: Yep.
1: Um yeah, it's going to be a tough game.
0: And
1: yep. you know, you got to got to win to lock up that number 1 seed and um you know, you want you want it to come through Lambo in December or January, I mean. Um so yeah, it's a big game for us. And big game for Chicago, so definitely. And then you guys too, you know, you got to –
0: Get yeah, we there. got Houston, so hopefully uh, Henry can get it cranked up, and yep. he needs a lot of help. He needs oh 200 God. and roughly 220, 230 to get to 2,000. Don't know that he can get it or get there, but he's done it before. so Oh, yeah, he's capable. Yeah, he's capable, <laughs> and he's done it against them. So, yep. But with watching them, I think they'll be fired up to stop him. I think he'll get close, but don't know yep. if he'll quite get there. But
1: uh, Yep, should be a good answer.
0: You know he's led the NFL in rushing the last two seasons, so
1: yep.
0: I can handle that um, <laughs> with no problem. Uh, our last topic is draft talk. So, don't know how much we'll spend on this. Uh, I'm sure in the future, going forward, we'll spend a lot. Now that the off is coming, yeah. but um, and draft talk, uh, I I think right now I'm looking you know, you got all these Senior Bowls and East-West Shrine Bowls and Combines and all this stuff. You still have the draft. It's kind of hard to know what you're doing fantasy draft-wise in these rookie drafts because you just don't know where these players are landing. You don't know who they're ending up with. You don't know what their measurables are and all this good stuff. But I'm still building a pretty good draft board. Um I know who my main targets are. I know who some of my secondary targets are and I'm kind of piecing it together. Okay. What if here? What if there? I'm kind of building, look at my rosters. Where's my weakness? Do I need to move somebody up or down? That's kind of what, as far as draft goes right now, that's kind of what I'm looking at.
1: No, I'm in the same boat. I'm uh, watching watching some tape on some guys, uh, keeping an eye on who's declaring and who's going back, who's transferring. Right. Um, a lot of that coming out right now. And then, like you said, kind of finding which guys are, are popping on the tape that I'm watching and making some notes and um, just kind of making a, making that preliminary board, like you said, and kind of moving yeah. guys around, you know, and, and uh, maybe have some
0: – And I think it's some- important. I mean, I know yeah. a lot of people – i don't want to say a lot but i know some once you know once their fantasy season's over you know once their team is eliminated they kind of go into a shutdown mode you know they they need to they need to process some downtime and i get it you know but it's kind of like the nfl in fantasy <laughs> there's there's no off season no i off. mean they especially in some of the dynasty leagues I'm in, yeah. I mean, it's like you can't even catch your breath. You know, if yeah. you take a week off, you're so far behind that...
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the two two of the longer-running dynasty leagues I'm in, it's like soon as the Super Bowls were done here last week, it, everybody, first thing on the message boards, was, trades are open, let's go.
0: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you got trades going, and, and you got all these draft picks flying around, which, yeah. glad I said that. How quickly do you look at trading draft picks do you start immediately trading this year future draft picks or whatever do you start trading them off or are you looking to acquire them are you standing pat what's your philosophy on that
1: um yeah usually um i'll look at what i have you know what i mean um where where my where my picks are are landing are they going to be late first or you know mids whatever and then you know i a lot of a lot of times i'll look at trying to move up a few spots, maybe package, you know, that late first with a player or a personal, yeah, third, sure. personal late second to move up in a, a range of a player that I like, you know, whether it be an offensive guy or a, um, a defensive player, you know, in the first or second round, try to maybe move up a little bit. Or if I don't have a lot of draft capital in the league, then I'll I'll try to try to move some players to get some. Um, you know, in IDP drafts, you can always find some nice players in the third, fourth rounds. Yeah. Um, right. It's just you know when you put the off you know especially super flex too with the quarterbacks, we'll go early and um, so you know I just if I need if I need to get some capital in the league I'll look at some pieces that I'm I'm not really looking to keep on my roster and uh, try to try to move them for some picks and then uh, yeah move move up and down the board if I can and um, yeah like you said too maybe look at getting some future picks you know. If uh, some guys are returning to school that you uh, like for next year's draft, be like, "All right, well, maybe, maybe we'll grab some picks for next year since these guys, you know, some people might be more focused this year." It's it's always fun. uh, Yeah,
0: Uh, me and Dan's talked about it for years, but honestly, you know, I love fantasy football. I love uh, building teams and making moves and playing the games throughout the season. But man. I get more enjoyment, have more fun this time of season right now. Yeah, the off season, you know, building my draft boards, making trades for picks, or trading yeah. away. I mean, this is this yeah. is where my element, so to speak, this is where I live and die at. So, yeah, uh, yeah, it's, you it's, know, it's, and like I said, some some people don't do that. You know, they they're like the season's over. my team's out of it. Really? I'm done. See you next August. You know. <laughs> Yep. Me, I can't do that. I just can't shut down. I feel like I have to I feel like I have to continually work my teams. Yeah. You know, yep. every second, every minute, whatever. Um I feel like you gotta be a step ahead. Yeah, yeah. Cause if you don't, it's like you get eat by the lines. So yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm fortunate to play in some pretty active leagues, so it's it's uh it's always fun. As soon as the offseason hits, everybody's trying to Sell off the old guys for picks and oh yeah and move up and it's it's a lot of fun and um but yeah I, I love this time of year the fantasy off season the dynasty off season is a lot of fun and then you know the draft season is a lot of fun getting to know the prospects and watching some tape and um kind of projecting where you think they might go and then you know then like you said once the, the senior bowl hits in the shrine game it shakes things up, you know. Oh yeah, these Absolutely. guys these, these guys make splashes, they start and then you know you some of the mock drafts are coming out and push, you know, you see guys getting pushed up and, and getting a little more, getting a little more action, and um, yeah, then the combine really, um, really shakes things up too. Some guys all of a sudden run some crazy forty times or, you know, have have some big numbers in it. It's uh, it opens some eyes, you know. So well, yeah, well, uh, well, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Well, Oh, no, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of fun this time of year, man. Yeah,
0: and I mean, we've seen with this COVID stuff already this year, the impact with no eligibility. Uh, yeah. We're starting to see a lot of players go back, you know, even though they could, but there's some players going back. Aiden Hutchinson's decided, yeah. you know, I'm going to play another year. Um, yeah. You know, Garrett King, a quarterback from Miami, he's – oh, looks like he's got an ACL tear. Oh, play, man. But,
1: yeah. not – yeah. I thought that you know I thought the decision to go back was great for him another year, but yeah I think
0: I, it will be, but I I just hope and pray that he's ready for the start of the season.
1: Too. Um, yeah yeah, but yeah before before the injury I thought it was a good decision for him and yeah I, yeah, I hated, hated to see that injury is absolutely hated to see. But that. we're
0: seeing some of these players, and I think we may see more of them. And I'm kind of wondering, we touched on this last week. You know these players are declaring they can still come back unless right. they signed an agent or whatever. So I'm kind of yeah. wondering, you know, when they receive these draft grades from the NFL, you know, how you're projected here or there. I'm wondering if we'll see a few more players. You know what? I think I'm better than that. I'm going to go back to college for a year. Maybe this class is a little deeper than I thought. I'm going to go back for another year. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. No, I, exactly. Then they're they're seeing who of their peers is declaring, too, at their position.
0: right, um, right. Right. So
1: that, if they, if they get the uh, draft grade from the panel and it's this and then they see, you know, this many guys have declared that are projected ahead of them, it might send them back to maybe improve their stock a little bit. And yeah, definitely, definitely something to watch. Um, like you yeah, said, for that, sure. that next year eligibility, who's who's transferring, who's staying, who's going and a um, lot, lot going on, a lot to take in.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, this is my time. There's news yeah. coming from every angle and then I'm trying to work my leagues and yeah. So, yeah, I really love this right now, so.
1: It now. It's it's a lot of fun and uh gosh, I just definitely definitely enjoy the draft season.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um that pretty much does it for our main event. Uh we've got some uh, listener questions that come across to us today, so We're going to jump into those, try to answer those. Um, So we'll get right into um, we'll jump right into those. Um, and We've actually got quite a few of them today. We've got four or five here, so we'll get into those. Uh, They all come from Twitter. Uh, Our first one is from at Barry Baker 8664. He's a big follower of IDP Nation. He's also a follower of our IDP or Davey IDP grind, which is mostly on the college side. So he's been a big listener for us, and he wants to know: in a ten-team dynasty league, would you be tr- willing to trade your late first or and or early second-round rookie picks for guys like Peppers, Buckner, Jabril Peppers, DeForest Buckner, uh, Fred Warner? If you're liking in the ID D, in the IDP. Department. um, Man. For me, I'm going to say yes, especially if you're a contender, because those are some elite options. Jabril Peppers, DeForest Buckner, Fred Warner. You know, if, the, if you're a contender, maybe those are pieces you need. I don't know about first, but definitely a second I would consider, because those are some players that can really help you win a championship um i don't know about the first if, if you're truly set offensively and don't need a lot of offensive help then maybe i would consider some for that first round pick as an option but yeah definitely the second i think for me okay
1: um yeah i i don't i i, w- I wouldn't part with the first um being a 10 team league you're right. at a top 10 pick um I
0: I mean that's kind of pushing it in a 10
1: team league. So right. Yeah, I, I'm holding the first. Um if you're like you said, if you're a contender, the second maybe um if it's a defensive tackle required a premium league, the second round pick for Buckner makes sense. If you're a contender for sure, right. it's one of the one of the best. Um
0: I think if this is a deeper league, like a 14-16 team league, then yes, definitely a first is in play. Right. Especially a late first, yeah. uh, early second. I think those are in play. But in a 10, ten team, if I can talk, uh, I'm with you. I don't know that I give up that first for those guys. Right.
1: Yeah, no, I I'm holding the first, and in, in that you know be, it'd be in a top ten pick with a ten team league. Um, I, I like Peppers as a player. Don't get me wrong; he's he's been really been really good down the stretch here. But I I think you could probably work the wire for a safety um, in a ten teamer yeah uh, I mean, I'll, say I mean,
0: th- I'll say this even though it's a 10 team league peppers i'm not giving up a first four warner no but if there's a huge defensive tackle premium yeah i might consider it for buckner okay
1: no yeah for sure in a, in a defense he's he's one of the best right yeah one of the top dudes at a defensive tackle for sure um yeah, it's kind of I, I'm holding the first unless that scenario, and um, I mean that second even for Warner Peppers. It, you know, it really depends if you're a contender and what your roster looks like. Um, it's dra- it's draft class, the linebackers are pretty deep. It's a pretty good class. Um, I I probably wouldn't trade that early second either, um, unless you feel it. You're a contender and it's a piece you need. But. Yeah, I
0: mean, you'd really have to need that piece. It would have to be a major upgrade for you.
1: Yeah, I'm probably holding the pick in this. Yeah, in this I'm season. probably
0: holding – in a 10-team, yeah, I'm probably holding right now both of those. Um, like I said, if you're really set at offense and you want to focus on defense and that's where you're losing points and yeah. one of those three are a major upgrade for you, then, yeah, I might consider a late first, maybe that early second. But otherwise, no, I'm passing. Right on, yep. All right. Good stuff. So we'll continue on here. Uh, I love some of these Twitter names. (laughs) (laughs) Our next one comes from Enchanted Skills on Twitter and he's asking, he says he needs sacks in a Roto League in the worst way. Do we have any sleepers to suggest? He currently has uh, TJ Watt and Deron Payne, but he needs one more.
1: Okay. Um, Yeah, I got I wrote down a few guys. Here. Um, I had Olivier Vernon down. Um, if he would be available, you know he's been playing well here um, on the stretch. He gets Pittsburgh this week. Pittsburgh's resting some players, and the Browns are in a must-win situation, so they're going to be getting after it. You know they're gonna they're want to take it to Pittsburgh.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: if he were to be available, he'd be a guy to look at. Uh, Kerry Hyder for San Francisco. Um, he's had a nice year. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, he gets Seattle this year, I mean this week. He gets Seattle this week. It's a nice matchup. Uh, You know, Hyder's had a real nice year. Eight and a half sacks. He's got a good shot at getting one. Uh, Maybe some deeper options, depending on, you know, who's available in this league. Uh, Randy Gregory had a big week, 16. Um, Really, really big week. Six tackles, one and a half sacks, two QB hits, and three forced fumbles. So he was just creating all kinds of havoc. Uh, He gets the Giants this week. Uh, That's a nice matchup. They've allowed 48 sacks on the year. They're among the, the, the league leaders and sacks allowed and um another one i wrote down as far as like maybe a deeper option uh vinny curry in philadelphia oh nice uh, um he started this week with uh derek barnett and josh sweat out um he had the start played played uh 70 of the snaps he had a nice day at two tackles a sack three quarterback hits uh sweat's gonna be out he's on IR and Barnett's got a calf injury so um uh, those those things linger I don't know if he's gonna play this week or not um, even if he does, Curry's going to be in the mix, and they play Washington, and there's another nice matchup there. You know, they they're right up there with the Giants. They've allowed 47 sacks on the year, so yeah. um, Gregory and Curry are a couple of deeper league guys that might be available. Um,
0: did you yeah, have, I like uh, the Gregory a lot. I do.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He's I mean, super super talented when he's out there. He can really make a splash. So, um, yeah, did you have any?
0: Uh, yeah, no, no. I was kind of listening to you. I like Malik Reed for Denver. Uh he's had a pretty good year, yeah. you know, with uh Von Miller being out and Chubb, you know, was out a little bit there, kind of banged up but got back on a roll. But Malik Reed is a great waiver wire or by low option that's you know, he's had some games where he's really turned it on. So yeah if if you're looking for somebody that you can find that can You know, like I said, it's going to cost you very little with a high upside. Then I think that's the kind of players you're looking for. You know, at this point of the year, you're not going to find cheap options that are cheap top options. They're going to cost you. So you got you got to do some bargain bin uh, searching. And I think he's he's the type of player. Even uh, Harold Landry, uh, Mm -hmm. I think he could be a good option for you if you can find him at the right price. You know, Houston's been bad, so he may get some options there. Um, but, yeah. Um,
1: no, I like those calls. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So our next one is from at, <laughs> at Cantaloupe44. Um, he wants to know deeper dynasty stashes, specifically at linebacker and safety that could have an expanded role in 2021. Um for me, I kind of mentioned it earlier. I think Troy Dye is one. Um, you know, he's been hurt for most of the year. You probably had him on IR. You can find him on waivers actually, um, and if not, you can you can get him really cheap right now. So I think he's a guy that I'm targeting um, at safety. Oh man, I'm kind of looking at a Josh uh, Mark. Martellus, I'm looking at. Um, oh gosh, I didn't write them down. So help me. Um, I'm looking at. Um, man, my, my brain just went blank. Go ahead.
1: Oh right on, yeah. Um, some safeties, a couple of safeties I had written down. Um, Brandon Jones from Miami.
0: Yes, the two I was thinking of. Thank you. Okay. Thank hey, you.
1: Look- Look at that, man. We're on the same page, right? Yeah, we're,
0: we're yeah. linked. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and, uh, no, yeah, Brandon Jones is uh, a guy that I liked coming out of Texas. I think, you know, this year has kind of been a sporadic playing time for him. He's he's had a few decent games here and there. And um,
0: Yeah, yes, Um
1: 21 could be the year he gets a starting job. And uh, definitely a guy I'd like to stash. I have him in a couple of my taxi squads um, looking looking for next year to hopefully see his role expand. Um, another guy, um, I'm not sure he's gonna be available or not. He made his flash this year, but Ashton Davis for the Jets. Um
0: yeah, I like him, man. That's that's a really good one.
1: Yeah, I, he was one of my favorite, just one of my favorite safeties to watch in this class. Um, he's just a great athlete. You know, he has that literal track speed being a, a college hurdling champion at Cal. Um, he just when he when he came downhill. You know, to to come up, and I was a little
0: higher on him than most people were. I like him. I own him in a lot of places. So yeah, I love that.
1: Yeah, he's tagged more as a free safety type, and I get that. But he also doesn't shy away from coming up and mixing it up in the box, which is what I liked about him. Right. Um, He he looked good. You know, once he finally, when he got that starting spot when um, McDougal went down.
0: um, Yes. A little bit of
1: bumpy road there to start. He was.
0: Who's the guy in Atlanta too?
1: Oh, uh, J- Jalen Hawkins.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think both him and Ashton Davis are kind of similar. Yeah. As far as fantasy goes, I, those are two that I'm targeting everywhere. I like
1: and, well, yeah. and I
0: actually have a, a bunch of shares of both of them. But, yeah, I love yeah. that.
1: Well, I like the Hawkins call, too. Yeah, and Davis. Um, you know, he got he, – he like I said, he kind of started to settle in there once he it was in the starting spot. And then yeah, yeah, hurt. yeah. Then he got hurt, unfortunately. And if you can get him – um, if he was dropped by chance, or if you can get him a throw-in or a cheap little grab, that'd be be a guy I'd look to. Um, some of the linebackers I had listed here: um, Justin Strnad from Denver. Um, good one. He's a guy I really like coming out of Wake Forest. Um, you know, he's just got that long, lanky build. Um, you know, he's not. He didn't run like a blazing 40 time, but I thought his play speed looked pretty good. And he just moves really fluidly when he's out there. Um, he's good in coverage, and he was really making some noise in training camp when it kicked off. And uh, they they really liked what they had. And I thought he might see the field, you know, as kind of a coverage guy there, because you know, that that division has some from just some great tight end play with Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey, Hunter Henry. So I thought he might that might be his way on the field. But unfortunately, he had that wrist injury that uh, that that took his season away um early on um so he's a guy i like to stash next year could be his year that he gets his role you know gets an expanded role um alexander johnson's going to be a restricted free agent in 2021 so right, i don't, huh? don't know if they're gonna what you know that whole situation is going to play out so yeah he's right. a guy yeah, with stash and then uh, a couple of, a couple of guys from my uh my team here chris barnes and kamal martin for the packers a couple of rookies <laughs>
0: Right, um, and I'm gonna piggyback off that. You know, you, you know, sometimes it's 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 people like us that are tuned into their team. And so I'm going to piggyback my team. I'm gonna go with David Long. Yeah, Note I like it. Jayon Brown suffering a season-ending injury, and Rashawn Evans has just not been. I mean, let's be truthful. He's not been what they expected this year. You yeah. know, all preseason, all off season, all I heard is. You know he's the guy, and he does get a he gets quite a few tackles, but we expected, and I heard, you know, he's going to be more of an impact as a pass rusher, an interior guy, and that's yeah. just kind of not happened. But with Brown down, yep. David Long has stepped up. You know, I don't know why it didn't click for him before now, but you know, an injury opened the door. He stepped in, and he's played really, really well. Um, that's a guy I'm targeting. I'm, I'm putting him, you can buy him cheap. You can put him on your rosters and he's got high upside. So, uh,
1: uh, yeah. 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 Brown's gonna be a free agent too. I know we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you know, there's the situation. We'll see what happens. Um, just to, uh, piggyback off that back to Barnes and Kamal Martin. Um, you can stash those two guys. I definitely would. Um, this last week, Kirksey's playing Christian Kirksey's playing time has been just, Going down here recently, his play has just been kind of meh. You know, um, this last week Barnes played ninety five percent of the snaps, Kirksey played twenty two percent. So it yeah. looks like looks like a major change is going on there. Um, and if you can stash him, definitely worth it. Um, Kamal Martin too. You know, um, he's limited snaps this year, but he's kind of flashed at times. And he was just an offseason darling for Green Bay. They were just raving about him in, in camp. Um, I think that knee injury he had his last year at Minnesota kind of hindered his play and, and maybe forced him to slip a little bit in the draft. When I went back and watched his tape, I kind of noticed the difference there. And um, um, I was a little down on him at first, but now I, you know, going back and looking, I think that knee injury might have affected him and they really like him there. So that green linebacker spot is, uh, is a really nice, really nice spot for IDP production. So I think those two guys are worth stashing to see what happens there in the future. Um obviously Kirksey's trending in the wrong direction here, so we'll we'll see how that plays out. But um yeah those those two guys are a couple other stashes. One last guy I had written down uh is Davion Taylor in Philadelphia.
0: Oh yeah love that love that
1: yeah. um you know he didn't really see the field much he was one of those raw prospects didn't have a ton of experience coming out of Colorado but um really like his game super athletic um can cover um that linebacker unit is full of... I mean, Alex Singleton's been good, but, you know, Nate, Nate Gary's been good for IDP production, but he's not... Yep. not has really been a
0: surprise, though, don't you think?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh He's been good. Yep. And, you know, like I was just saying, like, Nate Gary, sure, he's been productive for an IDP standpoint, but he's not been a good I'm kind himself, of surprised but... you
0: don't see... Not to, sorry to cut you off, but oh, no, I'm man. kind of surprised to don't, you don't see a Singleton, TJ Edwards, and Davion Taylor... Trio yes. there. I mean, I think that's if you can roll those three out for them with that defensive line that they got Graham, Barnett, um, Fletcher Cox, and Javon Hargrave. Man, yeah, I, you know, they get just a little bit of help on that back end in that secondary. Yeah. That could be woof, right,
1: yeah, could no, be like lethal. Like, yeah, like I said, maybe maybe 2021's the year Taylor sees his role expand that you know gets a this offseason was was obviously with the COVID situation was tough on the rookies. So, and he was going to need a little time to, uh, to get adjusted as it was. And, you know, maybe 2021, we see him get a little more run here. And, and uh, definitely a player I'd like to have uh, stashed if if I can.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And um, man, last but not least, and I am so just not in his league. I, I want to bow down. I want to do the Wayne's World to this next one here. The legend, the myth, uh, the guy at J. Mike from, if you may know him from the open bar, please go follow them awesome at Man Bun and J. Mike and the open bar. Uh, I mean, you kind of talked just a little bit before we got on air here. Um, he says, I'm an IDP noob here. I just won an IDP Eliminator hosted by the great at Seahawks Dan. Uh, first of all, you know, you, this is your first year playing IDP and you can win an Eliminator. Major props to you.
1: Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah, I mean, definitely a hat tip there. That's awesome. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And he says, I'm told that makes me an IDP legend. <laughs> yes, I told that to myself. You know what, J. Mike, you were a legend before this. Uh, yep. That's okay. Okay. But uh, as someone who who might be looking to join an IDP league, what are what do we recommend? Scoring settings, rules, resources—I should look out for. Um, like I said, he kind of talked to me and Dan last year. I I would love to take credit that uh, I got him hooked on IDP. But you know <laughs> what? Kind of what we were talking about earlier, just just go try And that's what he did. He kind of reached out to me and Dan, and and I'm sure many of the other great IDP minds that are around. Um, He wanted to test the waters. You know, we give him some information. He kind of just stepped into it, tested it out, and it was amazing. You know, and I'm so proud that he he tried it and he liked it because that's how you grow. That's how you expand. And uh, if Jay Mike can do it, anybody can do it. Um, for me, I suggest that you you uh, find a league that's balanced scoring. And when I say balanced scoring, you know, I want Darius Leonard scoring comparable to what Christian McCaffrey scores. You know, um, and this is just my personal preference. I have been in leagues where defense doesn't score as much or they're kind of second fiddle to offense. And to me, that's just not interesting. It's just not fun. Uh, I think when your defensive players score comparable to your offense and it's balanced like that, it gives you as a fantasy manager, it gives you another option or another way to build your fantasy team, you know. Just like the NFL, you know, some teams like to go heavy offense, some teams like to build defense. Defense wins championships. That's what it's all about. Um, yep. you know, some teams like to mix it up. So I recommend finding leagues that are balanced scoring. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, when I first tried it, I went to a league that was one defensive back, one linebacker, one defensive lineman. Um I tried it that first year. I was hooked but I instantly knew that I wanted more. And that's when I jumped feet first or head first into the deep end. And I went full throttle, you know, full IDP, 11, 12 players, whatever you want, bounce scoring. Cause to me that just give me so many more options, how to build stuff, um, as far as resources, man, there is so many good resources. Uh, myself, Dan, you, Kyle, IDP guys, uh man, the list goes on and on. Mike Waller, Joey the Tooth, uh freaking
1: our buddy Mike, Eric.
0: Yeah, our buddy Eric, uh, Oklahoma, Doug, Oklahoma uh Doug, yeah, Dingus, uh Dingus. Man, there is so many guys out there. Yeah. Johnny and, yeah. Johnny and, and, uh, Nate and all those guys just pick one. (laughs) Yeah. It goes on and on. On and on.
1: Yeah. IDP dude. Yeah. It's uh great. Yeah. I mean, we've
0: got, there's so many options and resources out there for you. Uh, and we're all a close knit group. I mean, we all follow each other. We all kind of piggyback off each other, sharing stuff. Um, if one of us don't answer the other one will. And, uh, Man, there's there's writing, there's podcast, um, just so much stuff out there. Uh the be, you know, the best way I know is just tag one of us. Tag one of us, and if we can't answer it, we'll tag somebody that can. You know, I put out the uh the question tonight. Hey, we're gonna record IDP Nation tonight, and look, we've got four or five good, really good questions. Yeah. Um and we cover everything, so there's no stupid question. You know, whether you're you're a newbie or whether you're a seasoned vet, don't be afraid to ask because information is power. the The more information you can gather, the more knowledge you can gather, the better IDP uh, manager and uh, that you can be. So, uh, do you have anything that I've missed? Or
1: <laughs> no, I, I I agree with all of, all of that. I think, like you said, the comparable scoring. Offense defense is important that way, you know, your defense, you're putting the time in to build your defense and it's really making an impact on your team. And um, I think that's important. Um, You know, maybe starting out playing a a league that has a group format for linebackers, defensive linemen and defensive backs, you know, to start out, Yeah. you know, you're just, you're learning the position, you know, the cornerbacks and safeties are grouped together and you're, you're learning that. And I think, um, it's, you know, one of the most important things, too, is, like, learning your league scoring to see how, you know, where the points come from and right. where the consistency come from and who are the top players and and um, kind of how you want to build your roster. Um, yeah, the comparable scoring, knowing your scoring system. Um, I think you probably want to play in a league that starts at least two at each position. Yep. Um, you know, you're looking at six and maybe a flex or two if you want. Um, start with there. So that way you have enough defensive players that they impact your your team enough each week. Um, and, um, you know, like you said, there's, there's just a, there's a ton of good resources out there. Uh, I know Joey, the tooth wrote a article on a different scoring formats. Um, it's yep. really good. Um, a lot of good pods to, to listen to the IDP guys pod with Johnny and Nate and Sean, uh, the big three IDP with Adam and Josh and Connor mic'd up with Mike Waller. Your guys is Debbie IDP grind. Um, yep. you know, you and Eric do a great job talking about all the up and coming college guys. Uh, Joey's IDP update will be kicking back up. Um, a lot of good stuff out there, and you know, everybody, like I said, everybody's always willing to help and and uh, grow the game. And um, yeah, it's just just have fun. You know, it's it's a lot of fun playing both sides of the ball and and uh, building your roster and finding players you like and trading for players you like on the defense side, offensive side. It's it's just a lot of fun. And um just just makes make, like you said make sure that the, the scoring is comparable that you start enough players to impact you know your your team scoring each week and and
0: right. like, you know for me, kind of just going back to that touching on it a minute while I was listening to you talk there, I've always been a defensive guy even back in my playing days of high school. <laughs> you know'm you know that's about <laughs> as far as I got as far as playing. And I wasn't nothing special then, but that was my draw to IDP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I didn't know anything about it. I've always played offensive only leagues, you know, dynasty redraft or whatever. Um, and then once I found out about IDP, I was like, okay, that's really interesting. And like I said, I tried it. It was one one defensive in, or one defensive lineman, one linebacker, and one defensive back. And I was like, you know what? I really like this. And I knew right away. I mean, it was clear before the season was over mm-hmm. that I wanted more IDP. Mm-hmm. I, you know, those individual defensive players. That's what I wanted. Um and, and I looked, you know, after that first season, I looked for a league and I found one that was pretty comparable. It was full. 11 defensive players versus full. I think it was 11 offensive players. The scoring wasn't quite as close, but it was pretty comparable. And I knew right then that was the type of leagues that I wanted in. And it's just evolved from there. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so good to hear that J Mike loved it, you know, that he's, yeah, that it caught his attention, that it caught his interest, that he's considering, yeah looking at something more, more, something deeper, something more intricate. And um uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not for everyone. I get it. It's not for everyone, whether it's just, you don't like defense or yeah. you don't have the time or whatever, but if you like football as a whole, both sides of the ball, there's nothing better than IDP. And I think our community, not just us at IDP guys, our community as a whole, Mike Wallert and uh uh Oklahoma Dougie and, Dougie, and yeah. uh, Dingus and Bigger. you know whoever, Ryan Seifers and all those guys. Yeah. We're so close knit. We are in so many leagues, we share so much information. Uh it's just amazing, man.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, and then you know, coming up with the uh, – if you're looking for information on the 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 rookies coming in, we're working on the uh the the magazines that are coming out. So
0: oh yeah, um, absolutely. So, so you-
1: you know, he said, Coach Dingus. He does a great job um, putting a list together of all the prospects coming out, and a lot of a lot of good information there. Um, yeah, yeah, just a, a lot of good people that are willing to help. And a lot yeah, of- and
0: if you followed us last year or have been around IDP guys, you know we put out uh, fancy magazines, an offensive and a defensive magazine. We're doing the same thing again this year. Uh, Thought it was a huge success last year, and I expect bigger and much better things this year. Such a great group of guys uh working on this, so much information. Mm. Um, and I just want to say it's it's a bucket list thing for me because for years and I still buy them the fantasy magazines that come out in May and June. I still buy them every year, but it's just a traditional thing, but I've always said, Hey man, that would be cool to be in a magazine. And for that to happen last year was just amazing. Uh, So glad to work with you guys, all you guys on that. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It is. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hard work, but it's well worth it. So be sure to go. That will, we'll, we'll post the link on that pretty soon when that gets up and ready, but you can still go back and get last year's it's still available. So uh, I used a ton of it, you know, like I said last week. Um guys that I wasn't sure about or didn't know a lot about, I checked out what you all said and kind of used it. So I used it a lot in my drafts. So
1: yeah, there's a lot of good information there between you and Dan and Eric and Joey and
0: coach Dan, Dan. who's Dan? <laughs> I don't know this Dan character you talk about. Is he new? No, he's not new. He's he'll, be back. he'll be back for you. He'll be <laughs> back. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll make up for lost time too. No,
1: definitely appreciate the questions from Jay Mike, though. I'm glad to oh, hear yeah. that, uh, that he's yep. giving IDP a shot, man.
0: In the words of Wayne's World, "We're not worthy. Not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy." <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. Um, but yeah, that's our. Uh, I mean, if you've got any questions about leagues or players or draft or just setups or whatever. Um. Feel free to hit us up anytime. All of us are glad to help out. Yeah. Um, so much fun. Um. Ju- there's just such a great sources of information. All of us love to help. So, reach out to us. Uh, we're everywhere: Twitter, Facebook, <laughs> you know, Reddit, wherever, podcast, and all of our sites that we write for. Um. A lot more information now than when I started, yep. um, especially if you're in the IDP Debbie, because that stuff's hard to find. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. And
1: you uh, and Eric, uh, you and Eric have been killing it, man, on the WIDP grind. It's hard to find yeah. you guys. Definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, there's not much out there, so yeah, be sure to follow us. Um If you have any questions or anything like that, don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask or think it's a dumb question because, yeah. You know, like J Mike, he's just getting into it, just starting, and that's how we grow. I'm so proud that he, he, uh, so proud of him for testing it. And I'm even prouder that he liked it because yeah. I feel like I've helped our, our group, our, our niche grow. So awesome. But that does it for the QA and that does it for our show. Um, Eric, if or Eric. <laughs> You said Eric and I got my, got my brain. Uh, Kyle, if you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself where they can follow your work and stuff, uh, go ahead. Sure. Um, my handle on
1: Twitter is at Kbell 54. Um, I write over at IDP guys. Um, I did the uh, waiver wire article this year and that's come to an end obviously with the season coming to an end. Um, yeah, we got some big changes coming over there. Um, the site will be down for a little bit, I believe. Right. Yep. And uh, Nate's going to, going to do some work and then it's going to look awesome. when he's done. Um, yeah. You can find all my work over there. And um, now it's, I'm um, kind of turning to uh, off season mode here with the, the rookie draft and getting familiar with this class and always available for any questions, whether it be dynasty related or whatever. Um, always open to talk. DMs are open and, Hit me up, man. And uh, once again, thanks for having me on, Daryl. This was a lot of fun.
0: No, anytime, man. Anytime. Uh, glad to have you on. glad you're willing to uh, put up with me. You can finally see what <laughs> man grabs and bitches about every week. So, um, wow, you're
1: not that bad. Come on.
0: <laughs> well, no, it depends on who you ask. I'm, I know <laughs> my my so Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. So glad you decided to join us at IDP, guys. I think that I pulled so hard for you, put in a big word, because I was a follower of yours before then. I appreciate oh, you, that, man. You do so much good work, man. It's uh, great you. to see. Thank um, you very
1: much. Appreciate that, man. Really, You're good.
0: welcome. Anytime. And I think you were the right fit to step in for Dan while he's away. uh, uh Kind of a short notice, so thank you for that. Um No problem. Like I said, you you just can't act like him. If you start acting <laughs> like him, I'll have to boot you. But,
1: uh, Give me the boot, eh? <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, you can follow me at Hollywood Titan on Twitter. You can follow me on Reddit at King Titan One. You can follow me at on Facebook in the any given Sunday uh, chat. A couple other cha- uh, Facebook groups. Uh, follow me at IDP guys. That's where I do all my writing. Of course, I'm doing IDP Nation with uh, Dan and Kyle while he's filling in. Uh, You can follow me if you're a real diehard. You can go over to the Debbie IDP Grind where we do it with Eric, where we focus on the college side, the campus to campus stuff. Um, We're basically everywhere and anywhere. And, um, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us and ask us questions. We'll be glad to help. Absolutely. So uh, this is our pre-New Year's episode. Uh, as you can tell, I'm uh, I have started a little early, so Dan would be so pissed off at me right <laughs> now. He would. Anyway, he'd be so pissed off, and that's just what makes it even better. But
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I jumped right on with you. Soon as yeah, that's all right,
0: man. So um, from us here to- at IDP Nation, we wish everyone a uh, happy holidays and a Happy New Year. Uh <laughs> stay safe. Have fun. Um, if you don't have anything else, I think we're done.
1: No, man, it sounds good. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy holidays. And uh yeah, man. That's uh
0: and don't do nothing I wouldn't do. <laughs> Tighten up. Go fat go. No, we I'm in that out. That's out. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. <laughs>